Music in the background. Uh, yeah. Hi, <laughs> Mimasias. What's happening? What's up? This is the pre-show of the pre-show. Oh, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm, dude. I am feeling tremendous. Had my ninth cup of coffee. I'm killing it. <laughs> you are. You, you, your mic sounds a little hot, but also I have my volume up. Let me turn right. myself down. Wait, wait. What? What is that melodic tone I hear in the background? That's uh, Apple HomePod. What? Play- <laughs> playing uh, Spotify over AirPlay. I really don't think they want this to be an AirPlay speaker. It's really not good at that. It sounds nice, but uh, oh, okay. it's just not sticky at all. Like if I go like this, let's see. Hey Siri, volume to 40%. 40% is 0. 0.4. <laughs> she oh, turned herself off. I love it. <laughs> Okay, so you, you heard me say volume to forty percent, but she didn't, and then she stopped my music. Just so. say volume, anyways. Volume level four. You got to talk to it like a dog. That's how I think you have to talk to all of that. Yeah, I guess. And oh well, I won't be saying a hoy telephone too much on the podcast in case people are listening with their uh, open mics out there. But uh, how are you today? Magnificent. I love it. So tell me all about the iPod or the uh, the, uh, the Apple <laughs> Hi-Fi or whatever we're going to be calling it. The iPod 8. Uh, it's heavier than it looks. It's smaller than you think. It's a really good speaker. It's not a great smart assistant. Everybody's already talked about it. This is my net net. It sounds nice. It makes me listen to music out loud a bit more than I had, but I think any set of speakers will do that. Um, I really wanted to get a stereo pair that I could not a stereo pair, but a set Mm -hmm. that I, that I could put symmetrically, uh, in my office kind of on either side of a credenza, uh, more for the feng shui of it all and, and kind of the setup that I was looking for. And it doesn't support that yet. So I have one that I am test driving until later in the year when that's available it doesn't work well as an AirPod speaker, which I'm Spotify mostly. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm actually doing a trial run of Apple Music, which I've tried before and I didn't like. So okay. we'll see if that sticks. So it's one of those things because of my podcast player and my music player of choice are not the Apple products. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll stick. This It might just be visiting for a week and then head back. So you right now you are uh, living outside the walled garden and kind of seeing what's inside of it trying to got it trying to see hold on can you hear this can you hear this hold on hold on uh did you hear that no no okay no play audio through hold on let's see if you hear this trying something else new No? Very faint. Okay, so let's see if you hear this. That's not right either, though. Uh Uh-huh, I can hear that just fine. Yeah, but I'm trying to... um, I'm trying to set something else up. I'm trying to get it... 
to play through my feed that's getting recorded by Zencaster. I think you have to drop working. that. I think you have to drop that in on the top. Well, that's that's a different thing. So this is a product called Farago by Rogue Amoeba that is a soundboard that you're supposed to be able to route uh sound route however um you want to so just something i wanted to try that they have uh you wanted the boy (laughs) not exactly drop a laser on that (laughs) let's see what they got that's a big sound at our house Ooh. Hey, do you remember when you would crank call people and there was that soundboard? Awesome. Anyways, remember yeah. when you crank call people and had that soundboard and you play like Jim Carrey's voice through it? Or uh, uh, those were I, awesome. I, I do. Oh, yeah. I do recall that being a thing. I love it when people make two Chinese food restaurants talk to each other on speakerphone. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I think some of the joy they're getting out of that is a bit racist. <laughs> ah, <laughs> let's say maybe. Let's say maybe. But, oh, hey, by the way, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. While we're still in the uh, you know, hot pre-roll, mm-hmm. as a man of color, mm-hmm. what is your vibe on the Black Panther movie? I want to see it. I think, I don't know. Their marketing is a little too black. <laughs> and I what I mean by that is, <laughs> oh, what I mean by that I is. I love it. I'm so glad you said that. I, can, I mean, see, if I see, say now, that, now, not okay. This was, this, was, this was supposed to be the one that we were going to release. Now I don't know if we can release it. This is this is inside the house talk. No, now. no, no. This is uh, inside. This is honest. This is no, hashtag real talk. There's there's certain things that I say inside the house I wouldn't say outside the house. This is my take on it. I think it's fine. I think that they – I don't know. To me, there's different things. Okay. There's different levels of like, yeah. And some people want to be like, yeah, we have a black movie. Yeah. And some people want to be like, yeah, we ha-, and and I'm more like, I just want to have a movie. I don't I, the the fact that you have to be like it's an uh, whatever. It's a weird thing where it's like it's better when there's just like it's not remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an interesting. I mean, it's an interesting artistic choice. And I don't know enough about the Black Panther comic book. Like maybe the Black Panther comic book has some parts of that where it's like. He's the black superhero. I mean, it's called the Black Panther. So, I mean, there's obviously those relationships and connotations. But to me, it feels like this is what Disney does when they have the opportunity to put out a Marvel movie during Black History Month or whatever it is. And it's not necessarily just the movie part of it, but it's also like I think the soundtrack is like a Kendrick Lamar soundtrack. And I've seen other related brands – I think it's one thing to sh- sh- to show up and support and all that stuff, and I'm going to go see it this weekend because mm-hmm. you got to support the movies when they come out, even right. though this is a Marvel movie. 
Um, but like I'm seeing other secondary and tertiary brands where they're having brand stories about why this Black Panther movie is important to them as other black entrepreneurs. Yes. And to me, it's 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 just a to me, it's a little bit like. I don't know. It's it's a it's 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 a little bit of an odd thing. Okay, but it's I'll give you. Looks like it's going to be a good movie, but it can it can go too far for for me for my taste. And I don't know what other people feel about it. So, what's your thoughts? Well, here's my thoughts. Number one, I'm all in. I'm going to go see it anyway. Um, I'm super stoked about it. The part I am, uh, I think excited. It could be the right word. Like, like I, I'm on the I'm on the same boat as you, where it's like, okay, yeah, Kendrick Lamar did the soundtrack. Okay, I understand why he wants to get involved. This is very good for him. Um, like Questlove, or even hold, hold on, hold on. Let yeah. me say one other thing. Like he can do the soundtrack. I think you can do all of this stuff. Prince did the soundtrack but, to Batman. Whatever, but that's the thing. Like Prince just did the soundtrack. Like. And and Prince occupied a space that was kind of you can do it without pointing at it and putting a label on it and being like, see, see what we did. See, see what's going on here. See. And that's the part that's it's like, just fucking do it. Be cool, man. Right. You have a one. You're getting on the plane first. Be cool. You don't have to show everyone you have the ticket. A one stand in line. Get on the plane like. It's like, so that's, that's more so the thing of it, but there's, there's just different camps regarding that. So uh, there's a lot of people who fought very hard who want to be able to stand up and say like, yes, look this. Right. But to me, that ends up being not, not necessarily Mm self-defeating, but it's like, it's it kind of undercuts it like just have it just be it just do it well, know it i think uh, what you're trying to express which i will give you the uh white guy on the outside of the fence of this um, <laughs> uh-huh. perspective um there's a certain amount of like um as soon as you call something cool then it's not right and the part of it that yes, that's kind of a related thing yeah you know what i mean uh-huh. it's kind of got that so on the outside of like you know key sarlo's bringing cash Charles in the movies we're gonna go see an awesome uh superhero movie that we're kind of all in the bag for anyway uh we like the story we like the character the fact that he's a black character is like oh okay he's black great it, but it's not a uh it is not motivating me to go to the movie because i was already going to go to the movie but when i see um like mark bernardin right who co-hosts fat man on batman with kevin smith Right. Mm-hmm. He expressed a story where he was like walking through a mall and, you know, he sees another guy walking at him and he he describes the uh, the black guy head nod where it's like, mm-hmm. I acknowledge yeah. you. How's it going? And the other guy said to him, Black Panther's coming out February 16th, like yeah. literally said that to him. And he goes, oh, so this is it. You know, he go he went to the place of we now as a community have a analog or a representation of us which i haven't seen that yet on the screen and i'm pretty excited about that for um you know young kids mm-hmm. people who weren't going to go see the movie now are going to go see the movie mm-hmm. because of that flag being uh checked for them 
Yeah, but that flag is already checked. And that's like, yeah, that's for a whole you. Thing. I can, I can for, have an, I don't think for a lot of people, I don't, uh, here's the thing, like Questlove, right? I was just, follow, I follow him. I like him. He's like, dude, Black Panther, that movie, that's the best movie ever, period. Right. Mm-hmm. But that guy's a guy who I fall, he falls in the nerd community for me, where he's like a vinyl guy. He loves that stuff. He, he loves idiosyncratic, uh, the idiosyncrasies of like little nerdy stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that guy is like in the bag to go see Thor, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. But I, the part I think is cool to me. Mm-hmm. Is, you, yeah, li- I'm, I'm listening now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the part I think is cool, like uh, as outside of the community, mm-hmm. it's not like I kind of have the same kind of vibe where I'm like, yeah, right on. Sweet. Let's go see it. You know, mm-hmm. I was going to go anyway. Now you're going to come because you have an, a vested interest in going to see this movie. Right on, man. Let's let's go see it together. Mm-hmm. And I I fall. I'm outside of that community, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm stoked that there is a person being represented just like I'm super stoked that Lando, you know, Donald Glover, who I'm like, I'm fully in the bag for anyway, you know, mm-hmm. being you know, being the guy that can write a write a show, direct, make music. I just like what he does, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think Lando's gonna. I hopefully, I'm more interested in seeing Donald Glover as Lando in wow. the solo movie than I am seeing like a young Han Solo. Well, we can go back to the basement tapes, and I said it in uh, Open Tabs episode four, Return of the Tabs. Uh, they should have just made. A Lando movie. I don't know oh, who that other dude it's is. It's coming. I don't know who that other dude is. I'll tell you who the other he dude is. He does not look like a strong enough person to be Han Solo and to ground that movie. And, you know, we can transition. It's it's kind of a related topic, but they should have just made a Lando movie. When I saw that trailer, I was like... I, but the Lando as, movie's coming. I, you, you know it's coming now. Black Panther so. is going to make a billion dollars. All of a sudden, they're going to go, uh, Donald Glover, how would you like to be really... Really, well, really that's, rich. Well, that's the other thing about it, right? Is like it all comes down to like the the system that that B, which is Disney, I guess at this point, yep. it, you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna, it's gonna roll based on the numbers, and they're making money hand over fist. So we'll see what Black Panther two looks like and all that other stuff. But I, I'm excited to see it. I guess as excited as I get for any uh, superhero movies, which I go to see the spectacle and all that stuff. I'm not as into the, uh, the nerd, um, proper, but I like to see shit blow up and shit transform and oh yeah, imagined worlds. And, you know, apparently he's like ghost riding the whip on top of Alexis. Cause I saw that advertising tie in yep. and, uh, and, you know, Lupita Nyong'o's in it. And as, as well as a bunch of other people. And it's a world that hasn't necessarily been movie, movily drawn before um so yeah it's it's, it's exciting but if we follow in the numbers on this right mm-hmm. um i loved uh wonder woman i thought it was well well done and it that's probably one of the only superhero movies that i've seen like that i went with my daughter right mm-hmm. i went with my wife it was kind of a thing where they're like oh i want to go see wonder woman because it was all of a sudden they had someone to go see that was like theirs my daughter's a super nerd she would have gone anyway but the way that they as a hollywood you know as like you were saying the hollywood machine right mm-hmm. when they were making that movie they go uh you know we we really have to lean into this 
and the pressure to create the feminine driven movie that makes her look innocent without making her look ditzy, makes her look super powerful uh, without having her be overtly sexy. Um, I think they did it really great. Uh, and I, I hope they did. They did a great job. This is, you know, yeah. if we're going to do give our hot takes a year later, <laughs> like they did a good job, but there was a little too much hand holding still where they fell down and where. Yeah, but they episode, do that on all no, the stupid, no, yeah. stupid Spider-Man movies you watch. Oh, it's they like do it every time. Movies, but it was a missed opportunity. Who did it right was episode seven where Ray is like. Stop trying to hold my hand. Like uh, I'm the yes. one with the stick. Like that was. It, you either need that that literal commentary where it's like, "Look, bro, I don't need you. I'm the heroine of this film," or you need something that doesn't necessarily acknowledge it, but doesn't have that in the first place. You know, if five you're out living, of five. You nailed that. If you you're living in this, nailed that. So it's it's that, but it's also the other part of it is that it should. It shouldn't be rare. It shouldn't take that to be like my wife and my daughter wanted to see it because of blah, blah, blah. Like it, you, there just needs to be a spread of, of, of options. And, and that's, that's kind of the same thing that I was trying to get at. It's like, right. you know, you don't, I mean, yes, you want there to be the first black, blah, blah, blah. You want there to be the first Mexican, blah, blah, blah. You want there to be the first transgender, blah, blah, blah. You want there to be the first gay, blah, blah, blah. But what you really want is to but not, that comes after. not stop. That comes after. I guess it does. It does. And maybe because I'm, now I'm, I'm, I'm hungrier I, than that. I want it. I want it now. I want to get to want, that place. But you're talking about the movie after the movie, right? The movie after the movie, like right now, you know, I you flip on Ellen, right? Ellen's not the gay talk show host. It's Ellen. Not anymore. Right. Not anymore because it came after the thing. But she so was, we start she talking is the about, thing. She is the thing and she is the after the thing. Right. She did it both. But this is the, this is the part of it that I am, I guess I'm most excited about is there has to be a thing before in two years from now, mm-hmm. we talk about Black Panther in the same way as like, dude, I just want a Lando movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? Because it was like Lando was the black guy in star wars Mm -hmm. and now it's just no dude that's just lando Mm -hmm. you know what i mean everybody has to get through that thing where people go oh dude who's that because all of a sudden there's something jarring because everybody else has been blonde hair blue eyed named chris and a superhero does everybody need to get through that thing i think or are some people starting out through that thing i think a lot of people in our age group Mm -hmm. i'll say I'll say it in a uh, a different way. I think a lot of people in our age group mm-hmm. who haven't seen any of that stuff uh, need to get through the thing. Mm. My son, mm-hmm. my my son. That's all we can do is and, hope for is that dude he grows up with that's the thing, you know. And that's right. My son and my daughter, they, I race mm-hmm. doesn't isn't even a thing to them. And what I mean by that is there isn't I've never heard my son say my black friend. Mm -hmm. He's never said that. And I think if he did say that, he would feel awkward and weird about it. (laughs) He'd be like, well, because he's like people talk. That's just my friend, you know, and I I view my children Uh as has 
they're not bearing the scars of their families where my, you know, my dad went to UCLA um, in the late sixties, mm-hmm. right? It was, it was hot. Mm-hmm. The world was hot, right? I went through 1992 in Los Angeles. The world was hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kids see black lives matter as yes, of course. Why wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. They, my daughter asks me, why are the, why are all of these women marching? Mm-hmm. And I explained it to her and she goes, that's a thing. And I go, yeah, it's a thing. Like, she's like, well, women are equal to guys anyway. They're better in a lot of ways and blah, blah, blah all the way along. She doesn't even have the, the, the baggage that comes with the things that people are protesting against because it almost doesn't even exist to her. Mm-hmm. So when we go back to this, like black Panther movie, I'm super stoked. Cause I'm going to go see it anyway. Um, I am to a certain extent excited because I like seeing people go, Oh man, we finally have our movie. Mm-hmm. And to, I think that's like, yeah, right on man. High fives. This is awesome. Let's go. I hope a bunch more people get all super nerded out by this and they keep making these movies every single year. Right. And I, th- um, and I think that's, I think that's fine. You know, and I think it's fine yeah. to have that feeling. It is not fine to let anybody think that we're satisfied with that amount of access, attention, exposure, opportunity, mm. etc. Because the trouble is then people will be like, you had the Black Panther, you had Barack Obama, and you ha- you know what I mean? And then yeah, you have fucking Donald Trump. Or you have whatever yep. happens next, or you, or you know, it's like it. It you can it. You can cede no ground, and that is the tricky part with like celebrating th- in that specific way. I think you can be like, "This is an awesome movie, awesome opportunity." There's just it goes back to exactly what I was saying. I'm not. I'm not discounting any of. Uh, well, let me the, let me pause you a second. Uh huh. Let me pause you a second because you said two things that I want to understand a little mm-hmm. bit better. One, where you were talking about, hey, everybody, just let's not draw attention. Let's be cool, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Let's just be cool. Let's not draw too much attention to it. And then in the next piece that you just described was like, but this isn't enough. You know, I think that is the part that is so hard to balance uh-huh. in general, uh-huh. where where there should be five different movies that come out and the next one's not going to matter that it's black Panther. It's just like that guy's super awesome. And he does this Mm -hmm. and and it doesn't matter that he's, you know, he happens to be black, I guess. Okay. But that's part of his backstory. That's part of the story that makes him cool. Just like, you know, Norwegian should be like jumping off the, uh, you know, jumping off going, we finally got Thor, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like the, but, it is super hard to balance. The part I do dig is like if we go back to, you know, while we're in nerd culture, mm-hmm. when we start talking about episode eight or, you know, uh, yeah, episode eight, the last chapter, mm-hmm. where all of a sudden there's like, okay, we got all the colors of the rainbow. Here. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, women in power that are mm-hmm. running the spaceships. We have an Asian woman. We have a. Um, a black guy. We have a uh, guy who is the Han Solo character that nobody can tell what his ethnicity is. Mm-hmm. You know, we have uh, 
white guy Han Solo. We have this girl, and everybody's represented. Okay, we're good. You know, it looks like a the the front page of a college catalog. Mm-hmm. Is that bad, or is that what no. we should be aiming for? I, I don't think it's. I don't. I don't know that there is a what we should be aiming for, but I think that the way that Star Wars world recently has portrayed and addressed these issues either by addressing them or by not addressing them is to me the more correct route. All of it is success. All of it is progress. But to me, that is what I would want. And look, I'm, I'm not a simple person. I'm a black guy, but I'm also a Mexican guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a guy, so I have right. these varied perspectives. I'm biracial. So you think they did a great I'm biracial? Job with- I have yeah multiple ethnic kind of outlooks. I am a man, so I still within the range of sexual politics. I'm a straight man in America, you know, and have some things that obviously need to be considered and all of those other things. But the the success of putting those people there, it, it shouldn't be remarkable when the work is done in in some regards. It should just well, be- maybe in two weeks when the movie comes out and made a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the end of the uh, the spotlight of like, oh, this is a black movie. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the crummy part is the news is going to say, um you know, oh, this played well in urban demographics, or yeah, well, or they always in have the inner they city. always have those things to say. You know, the, I mean, right. the the success or demise of black filmmakers and the ability to open a movie starring, or you know, it's uh, it's an exception a lot of the times, and it's interesting. Like, uh, what's my man's name, Chadwick Boseman? Mm-hmm. Let's look at his uh, IMDb. Well, I'm going to go back to what something I said like, in an earlier episode. Like, like people are going to vote. Uh-huh. People are going to vote with their money. You know, Wonder Woman was a great movie. Uh-huh. People voted with their money. Black Panther is going to be a hopefully every, from everything I read on you know Rotten Tomatoes and everything uh-huh. else is going to be a great movie, and people are going to vote with their dollars. I'm not. I I'm guess not, the thing we're really talking about people are, to, are people excited about. I don't, it. I'm not looking for people to vote though. People. People, really? have, people have voted that people are three-fifths of a human. People have voted that they didn't want people to vote. People voting is not – democracy is not necessarily democratic. So, let's let's not say voting though. People are going to go yeah, see the movie. I think movie. it will be successful it's anyway. Part, I mean that's – it is going to be successful. It's part of Disney, Marvel. In five years, it, we're going to see Black Panther 5, 6, and well, 7. Well, that's the thing about you know it, right? I mean? It's like – the the blackness of this rollout, this marketing campaign. I mean, it's called Black Panther, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, all the stuff I was saying is, yeah, yeah, is part of the success machine, which is Disney, Marvel, and the amount of money they have to spend. Part of it, to me, is a natural pride, and part of it is pride wearing Black History Month as a jack as a mm. jacket. You know, there mm. are Michael Jordan BHM pack limited editions every year where they put like kente cloth on Jordan one shoes and sell them in some variation. <laughs> right. 
And I, f- so you I feel a certain way yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, no, I get it's, it. it's I get a commercial, it. you know, so there's, and that's why I say it's like, there's, uh, there's an interesting thing. Like uh, I was looking at Chadwick Boseman because I, I feel like if I remember correctly, he's been like half a dozen historical black people from the last century. He's not only been mm-hmm. Jackie Robinson, mm-hmm. he's been mm-hmm. uh, Thurgood Marshall. He's been yes. James Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's like, yep. here's your black yeah. who can be your other blacks. Let's open his, He's now he's your black superhero. Let's open it during Black History Month. Yep. Black, black, hooray. You know, so <laughs> it's. <laughs> See, I like, I, you're taking the Morgan Freeman approach to it, which I, which I dig, right? When Morgan Freeman goes, I hate Black History Month. And he goes, why? He's like. Do, is there a white history month? And he goes, well, I'm Jewish. He goes, is there a Jewish history month? He goes, no. He goes, then why should there be a I black history month? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I thought but there's, was, a, there's well, a commercial. I'm not saying hate it, but that's that's an interesting perspective. Like when Morgan Freeman goes uh-huh. on and kind of drops that, you know, because I, I can't say any of that uh-huh. stuff. I can't even think that. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? No, you can't. <laughs> you can't. I can't. See, that's right. You can't. I'm not. I'm not going to say any of that. I'm just going to sit on my hands. It is and go, not. Oh, it would, I don't know. It would not. It would be. not be received the same way if you said I. I'm pretty sure I'm not even supposed to be talking about Black Panther. <laughs> I told you. I told you. Now we can't share this. This is now an inside the house conversation. That no, <laughs> no, it's not. It has to go out. I think it's good. No, it's. Uh, I, it's. It's a. Um, so it's a it's a it's a weird thing, and when you have the commercial, like it's it's a weird. But really, thing. aren't we to just me, talking about the commercialization of anything? Not just that not is. Not just. This is way heavier. I think so. I think it's it's a few things, and that's why I'm saying, like, for this to be successful, mm-hmm. in being that thing, it needs to be cool, and it's it, to me, it's not being cool, mm. and people can be excited about it. Quest Love can be excited about it. Uh, all the people who are showing up for, mere, for premieres can be excited about it. But there's a point at which it stops feeling naturally excited. And feels and it pushed. Feel, it doesn't necessarily feel pushed. It feels arranged. It feels mm. like people have been rounded up in a good way and said, hey, you, come and see this and tell people what you think mm-hmm. about it. Hey, you're an you're yeah, an influencer he, with uh you know that's that's fairly brown. Come here, come and come to our thing, and then go tell everyone how great you thought. And 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 it then to me feels a bit contrived in that way. Only the marketing. I'm sure it's a great film. I'm gonna enjoy it. Right. I'm not gonna take any of this into it with me. But there's something around this marketing campaign that that smells. And it's part of the reason that people like Morgan Freeman and me get annoyed when certain things only happen during the month of February. Marvel does not so open movies in February. Yeah, in, in May. People don't open right. movies in February if they're good movies. January and February are where your movie releases go to die. Just so you know, unless you're, I, didn't unless even, you're I didn't even put the correlation of Black History Month and this movie together. I didn't even think about that, but maybe it's a dog whistle. You know, it's like the people who will will, and the people who don't don't. But also, like, I feel like it's part of the 
You know, and it's probably going to be like the largest February opening of all time or something because this is where movies go to die, which is great. It gives it an opportunity, but it's like, be cool. You you, you have the to, ticket. You don't have to show everybody you have the ticket. It's like, yeah. I, th- I think you brought up a very good term that I've only heard a few times before. And I want to, I want to talk about that a second. The dog whistle, right? The interesting part of this is of all of the stuff that has come up, I have not heard the whistle and I haven't heard the whistle. I'm just excited. There's another, you know, movie coming out Mm -hmm. of something I want to go see. Mm -hmm. Right. There are time. There are a lot of things that I hear the whistle on Mm -hmm. big time. Like, Oh my gosh. And I just look at it because usually uh, it hits. It either hits home, or I'm like, "Oh, give me a break!" You know, what are they trying to sell me? Um, but I think that's the interesting part of this conversation, especially you know now that we're we're talking about it, is when when there is the conversation of this is a black superhero, mm-hmm. right? The one side of me goes, "Yeah, yeah, super red," because guess what? There's going to be another a group of kids that get to look at the screen and see someone that looks like them on the screen doing rad stuff. Just like my son got a haircut after he saw the last Thor movie because he thought Thor was super rad and he wanted to have that like sh- mm-hmm. short hair mm-hmm. Thor haircut. Right. I get it. And That's I, awesome. And I think there's a lot you. of, you, you know, know, there's a lot of black kids who had that same reaction to that same movie. And, your son will probably have that same reaction to some aspect of this movie. I think at that age, hopefully, they're not totally. seeing those things as well. Hopefully, you know, if it, but but also or hopefully not. I don't know. It, but it's um, it has to exist within the landscape. I think it's a cumulative effect. I think you can grow up loving Bo and Luke Duke and not knowing. Mm-hmm. That that can what that Confederate flag means on the roof of their car, no matter your color. Mm-hmm. I think that's fine. Right. But you know that's our job as the generations go on. That's our job now that we're this age is to lessen how hot the water is that you're growing up in, so that when you do move away, or when you go to college, or when you go to high school, or when somebody calls you a name you've never heard before the first time because they're older and they're more prejudiced than your peer group or whatever it may be. It's, it's not a surprise and there's not so much contrast between your childlike wonder and how the world really is. You know, that's the, that's the tricky thing is how do we, how do we do the things that actually make it better as they come up? Cause we can't solve, we can't solve our problems for ourselves. These, these things are going to be this bad or not this bad, but there, the, whatever it is, is in us is going to be there until we kick, but it, hopefully it's moving in the right direction. And that's the, that's the tricky part. That's the hard part to me is like, let me stop you. A second, just real quick. The part, the part, I guess I, I personally am excited about is <clears throat> having not seen the movie. This is what I do like about these Marvel mm-hmm. movies, right? As as mm-hmm. a parent. Number one, it's something fun to go see with my kids. I like that. 
That's super rad. They they stay into it. They get up. They like the toys. Okay, their childlike wonder stays mm-hmm. intact. The part that I really really like about it because my son was like, you know, cash is cash, right? <laughs> he rolled around wearing like a superhero cape, you know, to, mm-hmm. to kindergarten. Just because he dug it, my dad's like, "Dude, are you serious about the superhero cape?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's awesome. I don't care." And he goes, "Well, you know," I said, "Would you feel better if you wore a jersey?" And he goes, "Well, I guess, yeah, but that's all, you know, that's old school. I'm not, and I'm not disparaging my dad. I'm just saying this." And he goes, "Yeah," I go, "You know, but here's the thing: Superman is never going to let that kid down. Barry Bonds mm-hmm. will, right? Those real people out in the world will eventually, you know." do something that that deflates the hero ship mm-hmm. of who they are. You know, never meet your heroes. You'll probably be disappointed. The part I dig, like these, these Thor movies, superhero, whatever, they, they tend to give a really strong, positive, go out, be a better person, um, you know, morality story, if you will, to these characters that these kids look up to, right? So Captain America, you know, Thor, all of the, you know, everybody. And and right now we are talking about a lot mm-hmm. of guys, which is one thing, you know, some other thing. But I'm stoked that little a kid who maybe didn't identify with Cap, didn't identify with Thor, Hulk or whatever, now looks up and goes, dude, that guy's awesome. And that guy, as long as, you know, Disney controls Marvel, is never going to let that kid down. And it's always like something will like well up inside of them when the big hero moment happens and they'll be like, dude, that's awesome. And I do think that if it gets another generation or another segment of kids that maybe weren't into comics, weren't into these kind of like subsets that usually were predominantly like a Mm -hmm. white kid thing or a white adult thing, um, more power to it. You know, I know like right now the dog whistle is going off and it's deafening in your ears on the other side of it. When I look at it, I'm like, dude, more the merrier. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Well, that this is happening. I am. I am as well. And that's 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 the part like I'm not. And that's the this is an inside conversation. Part of what I'm saying is like I will not take anything away from this movie. It, it is successful sure. and I want it to do as well as it can. But that doesn't mean I'm not on the same team and I noticed like the pitcher has some grease under his his bill. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not it. gonna say anything, it. but I see what's going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? So it's uh but that's the same but that's the same thing with me when I like, you know, growing up loving skateboards and surfing and uh quote unquote extreme sports, right? And then all of a sudden in the late 90s, 2000s, every, you know, right guard extreme was uh, was being pitched down my throat. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, OK, you know, I get it. And that, that's the dog whistle for me that I'm like, uh, you took something that was rad and yeah, now it's I dumb. Think, I, I think we're not dumb, but just like you tried way too. Like somebody sat in a corporate office and said, you know what kids are going to love? They're going to love yeah. this. And you're like, okay, I got it. Thanks, bud. You're, you rule. Mm-hmm. That, but, but for, but that but for a but whole for culture, the, the, the security and safety and like, 
<laughs> light life expectancy totally. of, of young brown people, sort of. Yeah, it's a it's a weird thing. So I'm I'm excited. I wrap up this pre-show with saying I'm excited to see it, but I think the I think <laughs> the marketing is slightly I think problematic. This one's <laughs> TLDR. <laughs> white guy excited to go see black movie black guy thinks oh, uh, also, i'm excited also excited too, but, but also <laughs> has some notes <laughs> has some shove down throat <laughs> uh, <laughs> not happy all about right Fortune on that yet. note i think that's i think that's the, the episode um oh this is you yeah. know this is good we should should our should our uh, music coming in no. be the ebony and ivory? No, I think we're going to do that. We're going to leave too it much? as is. <laughs> I've got to still figure out how to get this music machine to work. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Oh, that's smooth. So yeah, I recommend Farago from uh, Rogue Amoeba if you can figure out how to get it to play into your podcast system instead of just through your speakers. Awesome. Hey Siri, what time is it? It's 10:51 a.m. All right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>